Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. How are you all today? Everybody well? Mm. Today is the first Sunday of uh, May. Uh, we have about one month to go for the circuit breaker. Uh, that's provided if everything goes well. Uh, yeah, that's provided if everything goes well. And in the larger scheme of things, it's, uh, it's not necessarily just whether things go well in Singapore, because if the situation worsens in other countries, uh, the, it may not be as simple as saying because our numbers go down, then we can just open up. Yeah, because Singapore relies a lot on our trade and interaction with other countries as far as the, the, the our businesses are concerned. But meanwhile, uh, today is kind of special. Uh, today is not just the first week of, uh, of May, but it's also the Sunday before we suck. Four days to go, and it's Vesak day. This year's Vesak is kind of special, yeah, uh, because this year will be the first time uh, I I personally experience uh, Vesak online, uh, purely online, yeah. Uh, so in the past few weeks, there has been different organization, different parties, who and even students who ask me like. Um, so how it, how is it going to be different? You know, uh, will we like? Uh, obviously, we will not be having the the celebrations in the temple. Uh, so then, what uh, what is the impact? Yeah, what is the impact? Uh, in in a way, for me, yes and no, huh? because uh, when I was ordained, the monastery I was in is in. Uh, U.S. Uh, my late teacher, Sangmiao Xiaojing Lao He uh, he's from Northeast China, and by the time I got to know him, the monastery was in the state of New Mexico. Um, in the that's one of the southern states in U.S. Mid South, um, and in our monastery, we in a way we don't really celebrate Vesak. Uh, because it is uh, is lessons as usual, yeah. Um, of course, on that day itself is also the full moon day, so we would usually have our our once every two weeks uh, recitation of the precepts, uh, the Patimoka, Pratimosha, if you will, in Sanskrit. Uh, other than that, is the same. As they say, business as usual. Yeah. Uh, even Chinese New Year, like throughout the whole year, um, the 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 few days that actually has any difference would be at the start of the rains retreat and at the end of the rains retreat, where we have some some uh, in a way the you can call it a ceremony, but it's more the the we call it Zuojie more. So we we have a community. Uh, meeting, so to speak, where we 
uh, officiate the, the, the start of the rains retreat and also the end of the rains retreat. Other than that, every week is more or less the same. Uh, Monday, Vinaya class, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, we have the Sutra, uh, Sastra commentary class. Thursday is uh, one day break. Uh, but break doesn't mean we don't do our practices, it's just a lesson that is uh, not there. And then the, the duty mums would go down, and usually it's one or two only, uh, go down to, uh, to run errands, get supplies, groceries and stuff like that, check mail. And then uh, thurs Friday, Saturday is again classes. Yeah. Then uh, Sunday is our one day retreat followed by the Great Compassionate Repentance Puja and Night Tabe Chan. Then it's back to Monday again. Yeah. Uh, so during the rain, sometimes we may have extended retreats, yeah, but otherwise it's the same. So when I came back to Singapore, uh, the celebration of Vesak was, <laughs> to, to tell the truth, a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Because like the whole the whole year round is like you know uh, dharma sharing classes retreats and then suddenly on Vesak wow the intensity just go up. Mm. So uh, when some students ask me is there any any special celebration, I'm I'm kind of tempted to say no. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's not like only on that day then there's end of suffering. Yeah, that there can be end of suffering. The celebration of Vesak uh, commemorates three days, three occasions. First, the birth of the Buddha. Second, the enlightenment of the Buddha. Yeah, and third, the final passing, parinibbana of the Buddha. Um, the the three in a way culminate in the the conquering of suffering. Yeah, and this conquering of suffering is not a celebration. Uh, in a way, it's not a celebration just for Buddhists, although it's usually celebrated by Buddhists because we we learn about it and we recognize this as the uh, ending of suffering. But this conquering of suffering is not um, it's not restricted to Buddhists. Uh, it is like the discovery of penicillin, where uh, it, it's it's not limited to just people of a certain community or a certain race, a certain nationality yeah, or gender for that matter uh, but it's open to all so when we celebrate Vesak it is uh, a day to remember this a day to remember that 2600 over years ago uh, someone someone first in our known history uh, overcome suffering that uh, that is humanly possible and so it gives us a lot of inspiration a lot of uh, hope if you will um, but a lot of uh, perhaps impetus for us to consider that despite our imperfections despite our failings our flaws, uh, we are capable, capable of transcending all that. Uh, and when we say we, it's not just we as in me, me, me. 
but others as well. So on one hand, it's, it's to recognize that we can change, we can improve. So we shouldn't, we don't have to be disheartened, we don't have to give up. Uh, we can and should continue to try and persevere. Um, and outwardly is to consider that while sometimes we may meet people who seem like beyond hope, but to realize that even the, uh, the worst uh, among us is capable of that transformation, if only given the right condition. Uh, and so then we, we, we remain open to that possibility. Yeah. And we give people the chance, that space and time to, to change. Uh, so to me, uh, the celebration of Vesak uh, is not some, something that we should limit ourselves to just on the Vesak day itself. Yeah, but every day when we wake up, we should consider, ah, will this be my Vesak day? Yeah. Will I awaken today? To what extent can I awaken today? Yeah. To what extent will I be the conditions for others awakening? Yeah. Or to what extent will I be the conditions for others dukkha, for others suffering? Will I be Buddha or will I be Mara? Every, every day, every moment uh, is an opportunity for us to reflect on that. Yeah. But humans being humans, yeah, we we humans, not 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 not, not that you are human, I'm not human, I'm also very human. <laughs> uh, it's still good to have one day, uh, especially for that. Yeah. And we call that day we someday. Uh, so uh, typically it falls on the uh, in, in May, if not June, sometimes a bit earlier in April. But on the fifth month, the first lunar calendar, the first lunar full moon, yeah. Uh, in the in some traditions, then there are two dates, yeah. And so sometimes in some countries, the dates may be the first full moon or the second full moon, yeah. Because in some month there's two full moons. So whichever the case and whichever traditions we belong to, uh, take this opportunity to do some reflections. Uh, there are a lot of talks online, uh, so I'm still, <laughs> I'm still thinking whether there's a need for me to have a special uh, celebration on Thursday, uh, this coming seventh. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I sometimes feel a bit, uh, how do I call it? I feel like this. If there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, like let's say a talk. If there are a lot of people giving talks really, then I, I really don't see a point of giving another talk. Huh? Yeah, especially when there's only one day. And because there's only one day, then if, if multiple variables all give talks all at once, then you all will be hard-pressed. Huh? So what are you going to do? Open up multiple windows to look at, uh, watch all the talks. So I think no need. Yeah. Uh, but in case if you all have any special topics, yeah, that you all like to listen to, then uh, post it or PM me. And if there's a need, then we'll have one. Uh, or if you have some ideas for some 
celebration ya you all can post send to me then then we can do something ya otherwise (uh) just do your practice ya and whichever (uh) whichever centre you are more closely (uh) affiliated to ya whichever tradition you are more inclined to or for that matter whichever (uh) online celebration you chance upon then just go and participate go and support all the efforts that people put in ya all the different organisations put in ya (um) most importantly spend the day (uh) reflecting a long time ago the buddha was just like us unenlightened but for a for a long time now he has attained enlightenment what about us what about us ya let's let's strive towards enlightenment ya so today's topic today's topic is interesting (um) a few days (uh) (uh) last week some 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 days back I got (uh) some of the volunteers to to think ya I told them come up with some topics so they came up with (uh) a whole a whole list of different topics this is one of the ones that came up so today's topic will be on attachment ya on attachment uh let me just uh, look through the comments and see if there's anything that I missed out so far for those who just came on board uh, welcome welcome yeah today's topic is on attachment is it all bad yeah when i when i saw the topic i was like okay this is going to be a short talk short answer yes <laughs> yeah this is the shortest talk ever yeah attachment is it all bad yes end of talk yeah uh then i thought well it depends ah uh. mm because the word attachment is 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 just a word yeah and uh because it's is a word is is an uh, in a way subjected to how you understand and interpret it yeah uh because the buddha didn't teach in english yeah and even 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 english used in the past and now is a bit different so what do we mean by attachment so i want to i want you all to perhaps uh in this session uh try to convince me some of you may want to convince me that attachment is all bad some of you may want to convince me that attachment some are quite okay yeah So first I want you all to think about the attachments you have or for that matter what is attachment yeah also think about it and then I want you all to just write down into the comments uh bearing in mind that this is uh, public uh, the comments <laughs> yeah but uh to progress in the in the practice we need to be forthcoming yeah so what are our attachments yeah and to what extent does it mean by attachment yeah uh okay i'm going to give you 1 minute to think about it and then write down uh weifen has has got the ball rolling double t <laughs> yeah yes 
xue jun zhang (uh) yes yi jiu yes I have yi jiu you samantha wrote longing for permanence (uh) xue !huh! attachment to variable do you (ppl) xue jun do you mean (uh) attachment to variable !wow! attachment to moral ethics [ah] interesting okay so I'm going to just (uh) switch over to the whiteboard keep it coming okay I'm going to just write down as you all (uh) share so today's topic let me just get the whiteboard up okay very good so (ppc) attachments ya so yesterday we had a meeting and I I'm getting used to using this ship I think it's better than me trying to draw the ships okay okay good everybody is warm up let's write it down so we first have (uh) the bubble tea but let's (uh) let's move this to the center and then we're gonna do some mind map I like to do mind maps mind maps help us to visualize things and you know and then we can have discussion so we have bubble tea we have (uh) I'm gonna just put it down and then we can see what happens someone Xue Jin mentioned about venerable I don't know what that implies Uh, longing for permanence for permanence and then attachment to moral ethics wow these are very heavy I'm going to try to write slower because when I write fast my handwriting go crazy so Shachin asks, uh, is there such a thing as good or bad attachment? Uh, this is something interesting we'll explore. So we have uh, Dharma. I'm going to erase this because it's basically just moral ethics. Uh, so let's see. Uh, well, relationships. Mm and perhaps relationships can be general not just relationships to humans but uh, relationships in general relationships Mm. things we put a lot of effort and focus on yeah attachment to body okay very good Uh, human relations dharma joy 
attachment to sounds, comments, good or bad. So that is uh, attachments to sound. Okay, so we have sound. And then here we have speech. Looks like today's talk is going to be quite long. <laughs> attachment to body and in turn to life. Uh, enlightenment. Let's see how that fits in. Enlightenment. Yeah. High expectations and materialistic life. So uh, we can say materialism here. Attachment to I, well, this is quite Dhamma. <laughs> the I, my, and myself. What am I writing? Myself. Attachment is desire on something. I don't think this is good in a way to push or motivate individuals to achieve it, but if do the best result is uncontrollable and should not attach or bothered on it. Attachment to relationships and want it to be permanent. Uh, permanent. Mm. It's a form of grasping onto whatever thing that we want. We keep wanting. Okay. Good. So uh, let me just write down some of this thing. So this is change the color here so uh, desire and give motivation and besides that it is also a form of grasping okay I think I'm gonna just quickly run through attachment to the past um, and then I'm going to sort of wrap up here. Oh, color is not the same. Hmm. Clinging, craving, attachment to self-perfection. Okay. Our identity. wanting to do what we enjoy or like <coughs> mm. so it's also the ones let's look at this ones uh, what we enjoy and what we like okay oh now it's overflowing uh. desired attachment to Japanese anime Okay, I'm going to write one or two more and then we're going to start uh, looking at things. Uh. Uh, 
japanese anime mobile games app uh, all this can be grouped under entertainment okay okay attachment to want to be free of suffering oh this is interesting and then so we have to be free Okay, I'm going to pause here. <laughs> I do apologize uh, for not being able to write down everything because every every three I write down five more appear, ten more. Appear. Now we have uh, I have thirty eight that I have I haven't written down. So I'm going to just start from here. Okay. So after that, I'm going to look through the rest, and then we can perhaps uh, uh, revisit. Okay. So, uh, thanks for the very enthusiastic uh, input. Alright, so we have quite a lot of things to work with here. So, attachments, is it all bad? So, let's take a look. Uh, I'm going to just group some of them. Okay, so let's take a look. We have. Uh, <coughs> I'm going to use a highlighter. So we have uh, some things which are somewhat worldly. Okay, we have relationships, which is, is, is I think most would agree uh, is worldly. This is worldly. Body is worldly. Sound is worldly. Bubble tea, yes, is uh, I think most would agree is worldly. And then we have entertainment. Huh? So we have these which are the worldly things that we are attached to uh, I my, myself um, I'm going to leave this uh, part first the past this one is also an interesting category I'm going to just leave it apart first uh, so the all this that I've highlighted we can say that um, for the most part is about the present uh, experience of them yeah um, and once it has passed then it goes into the past uh, so that's why I want to leave the past part uh, separate okay so I'm going to change this to a slightly different color maybe pink okay so the past is one special category by itself because uh, it includes all the material things, all the worldly things, yeah, because uh, we can say that it's in the present and then whatever is in the past. And we can also then, by extension, uh, look at it in terms of the future, right? So I'm going to group future and past together, yeah, because when you talk about the past and future, um, it cannot be apart from the sound, body, things, relationships, entertainment, bubble tea, you know, yeah. There's no past to talk about apart from the present. And there's no future to talk about uh, apart from the present. If the future just remains in the future, then it doesn't do anything for us. Yeah. At some point, the future becomes the present, which is what we experience, and how we experience it and how we relate to it. 
is what matters. Yeah? So uh, we're going to look at the past and future as well later. Yeah? Uh, but the starting point is the present in terms of all that. Uh, because um, that is what directly affects us. Yeah? Then the past and the future do affect us, but in an indirect way. And then we have interesting, uh, some other interesting areas like uh, some of you are attached to Dharma, Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Uh, some of you are attached to moral ethics, I don't know how many of you are. Uh, some of you are attached to enlightenment, I say. Mm. So, uh, what else? Attached to be free of suffering. Mm. Uh, I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what uh, who is that the Shajin man when he write venerable so uh, maybe this can be linked to relationships yeah can be linked to the relationships okay because uh, uh, teacher student is a form of relationships. Now, relationships is not just about, uh, it's not just amorous relationships. Yeah, uh, between friends can be a relationship. Uh, when you get into a grab vehicle, when you get into a bus, you get in a train, you have a relationship with others, with fellow passengers. Yeah, so relationships cover any kind of human-human interaction. So I would. For for now, put venerable under that relationships. Oh. So uh, what else? <clears throat> so I left out I, my, and myself, uh, because this is again in relation to the the rest, yeah, the rest of the things. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna give it a slightly different color. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, green color. <clears throat> So, uh, and then longing for permanence, yeah, so uh, I also left this out because the, the attachment to permanence or longing for permanence uh, is always with respect to something, yeah. Uh, even when we say, oh, I, I'm attached to the longing for permanence in and by itself, then yeah, actually we could say that there is more attachment to the concept of permanence because permanence itself don't exist yeah. it doesn't exist by itself it, it cannot have permanence floating in the air by itself permanence is always regards to something yeah. uh, so unless you are talking about the concept of permanence uh, otherwise permanence don't exist by itself so uh, so this is also an interesting uh, separate category in a way <coughs> so this one okay this is uh, something unique mm. uh, let's see so we have others that uh, some of you wrote in uh, opinions and beliefs yes oh. so I'm gonna just write down a few more um, Opinions and beliefs. 
so this is um, in a way can be worldly can be other worldly also yeah. attachment to happiness so this is like the antithesis of this is the same as this happiness end of suffering mm. okay so it, enough and we will look through the list again so um, question uh, when we ask the when we look at this title is it all bad uh, w when do we say that something is bad in this case attachment yeah in the context of Buddhism we say that um, sometimes we use the word bad and when we do use the word bad uh, usually we use the word unwholesome fruitless uh, uh, things like that okay or, or tainted impure um, it is that uh, it leads to suffering yeah uh, if it doesn't lead to suffering then we say it's well not bad yeah uh, so attachment to bubble tea attachment to sound attachment to body things relationship entertainment yeah let's let's just use this as an examples as uh, some examples and pair it down uh. Uh, show of hands how many of you are attached to bubble tea mm. now during this period you cannot have bubble tea yeah so let's look at bubble tea as an example and then we say okay uh, being being attached to bubble tea uh, now with circuit breaker no bubble tea yeah circuit breaker means no bubble tea right so what happened for those of you who are attached to bubble tea and with the circuit breaker what happened to you you don't get bubble tea and when you don't get bubble tea what happened to you not for me to tell you what happened to you uh, you have to tell me what happened to you tell us share with us what happened to you uh, Weifen just now Weifen wrote attachment to bubble tea mm. I know there are more there are, there are more people than just one who who, who who has attachment to bubble tea yeah uh, yes Edmund uh, the Chinese word for attachment will be zizuo or zizao yeah so <clears throat> what happened when we don't get our bubble tea when we are attached to bubble tea uh, I would I would think that it means that we want bubble tea right uh, let's look at this category first yeah, later we can look at things that we are attached to and we don't want okay and what the implications are so uh, if you are attached to bubble tea let's assume for a start looking at the first category that it means that you want bubble tea and now <laughs> with the circuit breaker uh, we're, we're, we're not here to, to discuss whether we should tear off <laughs> yeah, I'm not against circuit breaker I'm actually all for the circuit breaker uh, but to look at it and say okay Without the without the circuit breaker, we can have our bubble tea. Now with circuit breaker, we can't. So are we happier or or less happy? I would say we are less happy, isn't it? Yeah. So 
without the bubble tea, then we crave for bubble tea because we are attached to bubble tea. Li Hui says, make your own bubble tea. Uh, very good. So, this is what we do, isn't it? When we are attached to something and we don't get it, so we just try to work around. We just try to uh, go, go. When we say make our own bubble tea, what are we trying to do? We are trying to uh, sort of solve the problem of not having bubble tea so that we satisfy our craving for bubble tea, our want of bubble tea. Yeah? Yeah. So, uh, all things Lehua, Guili, eh? is it Guili or Lehua? I think it should be Lehua. Lehua. So Li Hua says, uh, all things changes according to conditions. No bubble tea due to circuit breaker. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Hey, so only only two or three percent is into bubble tea. Huh? <laughs> Esther says, no, not attached to bubble tea. Yeah. Now, when we use bubble tea as an example, don't get stuck with the example, okay? Uh, replace it with whatever you are attached to because Sufu cannot possibly write down every single thing you are attached to and then we are just writing down the whole world okay we are attached to the world right so um, whatever example that we use uh, it will it will definitely not uh, or rather uh, we cannot possibly use all examples all at once okay so whatever example I use, there'll be some of you who say, yeah, that's what I'm attached to. But there'll be some of you who say, oh, well, I'm not so attached to it. Yeah. So we can do it a few ways. The first way is, as we go through the example, you consider um, the example by itself. So if you are attached to it, ask yourself what happened to you. Being attached to it with, and you don't get to have it, what happened? Do you feel happier or less happy? Yeah. Uh, some of you suggest that we can make our own bubble tea so when we can make it are you happier or less happy if you cannot make it are you happier or less happy yeah, it's that simple and for those who are not into bubble tea you can ask yourself the same question the fact that you are not attached to bubble tea and now with the, the changes in the measures uh, bubble tea shops yeah, by and large are expected are uh, required to shut down so then does it affect you the fact that you are not attached to it we are not attached and so we are not affected isn't it yeah whether there is or not ah so from these two groups we can see a this distinctive difference in the way we respond to something yeah depending on whether we are attached to it number one number two whether we have easy access to it according to our wishes ah. and all this is from you eh? we're not pulling in some special esoteric dharma to to teach yeah because the dharma is about how we are it's not describing some alien species out there it's not describing some profound well it is profound but it's not describing something that is apart from how and who we are yeah Attachment is describing us, unenlightened beings. Yeah, so we, we, we should know better. Yeah. So uh, 
let's look at the the writing here. So let's zoom in a bit here. Okay. Without, uh, so bubble T plus, uh, so circuit breaker, as I mentioned earlier, this means that uh, there's no bubble T. So if you have attachment to bubble T, yeah. And you cannot get it, then happier, sad, sadder, sad, mm. or unhappy. Yeah, so, uh, So in Buddhism, we don't say that you, uh, in a way, when we say that attachment is bad, it is that our attachment um, causes us to respond in a certain way when we, when the thing we are attached to uh, is beyond our control. Yeah. So attachment in and by itself uh, has certain connotations of control that we want, whatever we are attached to, we have a tendency to want, thing, want it to go our way. Yeah. So the attachment to things is in turn linked to the attachment to ourselves, whether it's my way or my thinking or my wishes. Yeah. And that's why I put the I, my, myself a bit separately. Oh. So, um, so what have we here uh, so far? Uh, we are happier or okay when there's no attachment yeah if there's no attachment then no problem but we can become unhappy if what if there is attachment and if I were to let's say I like to draw graph uh. so if let's say we uh, let me see if we draw a graph here okay And we have the um, so we have a suffering here, and we have attachment here. Maybe I should draw a longer line. Mm. Let me try to draw a long, longer line here. Let's see. Our attachment is a lot. Attachment. So, if we were to plot a graph, okay, we plot a, a, a suffering 
uh, attachment versus suffering graph, uh, how will it look like? If you have uh, no attachment, would there be any suffering? Or if you have this much of attachment, how much suffering will we have? Will it be here, 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 or here? Mm. Let me give you all a multiple choice, okay? Then you all must answer. A, B, C, or D. Let's see. Uh, what if our attachments are beneficial? Example exercise. Yeah, slowly, slowly, one at a time, okay? I'm going to touch on this uh, shortly. Yeah, because bubble tea came up first, so we're going to look at that. Wouldn't mm. die without bubble tea. Non-essential. Yeah. Yeah, good, good. So think about it, okay? Um, bubble tea came up first, so we use that. Then I want y'all, those of you who are not attached to bubble tea, to consider. Because we are not attached to it, so do we suffer more or less? Yeah? Or perhaps even here. So in this case, we have attachment at different level. Okay, I don't say that everybody is attached to bubble tea. Yeah. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. So question. Yeah. Like if we were to look at the answer so far. Um, <clears throat> I think in general uh, we would agree that if you have no attachment to bubble tea then uh, you wouldn't suffer due to it if you have a bit of attachment then you may suffer a bit more and if you were to be uh, more, more attached to it, then you would suffer correspondingly more and more. Yeah. Now, I, I just happened to draw a linear, linear uh, relationship. Uh. Uh, it may not be a linear relationship. Maybe it's uh, exponential or maybe quadratic in nature. Yeah. So. Roughly, if you plot the line, it's going to be like that, more or less. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I want it to pass across the origin <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, okay, more or less like that. <clears throat> you all agree? Mm. So. Now, some of you have asked, what about if it's attachment to other things? Yeah, so if we look at the, 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 the mind map here, uh, ask yourself, what are the things that are beneficial? What are the things that is not beneficial? Yeah, or rather, what are things that is not so clear-cut beneficial? Like bubble tea, well, it quenches your thirst, but is it a must-have thing? Yeah. Uh, exercise. 
So Li Hui give an example. If our attachments are beneficial exercise, uh, attached to doing exercise, and we are always able to have access to it, then is it okay? Uh, these are good questions. Um, Chloe says, uh, won't die without bubble tea. Yes, it's non-essential. Yeah, so, um, if you look at it as non-essential, then you're probably not attached to it. Yeah. And so, the question is, because here we are looking at attachment. So, uh, when you see the examples given by others, that is something that you're not attached to, don't just dismiss it and say, I'm not attached to that. But ask yourself, use it as a reverse example. To ask yourself, okay, there are things that I'm attached to in my life, but there are also things I'm not attached to. Yeah. So, of all the things we are attached to and not attached to, which of this group uh, would cause us to become uh, disturbed? Yeah. Would disturb our peace when we don't have it, when we are not in control of it? Is it the one that we are attached to? Or the one we are not attached to, yeah. Uh, which is the one? Mm. Uh, and I would like to think that <laughs> I think for most people it will be the one that we are attached to, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, maybe your desires are not strong enough to constitute to attachment. Uh, yes. So. Um, yeah, we are. Uh, the thing we must know is that Buddhism is not in the business of. Um, we are not in the business of, or in the. Uh, it's not our duty to to force people to acknowledge att attachment, to say that no, this is attachment, this is bad, you must give up. But rather, is is. Uh, Today I see it differently. In the past I may look at it that way. But today I look at it more like the Buddha observed that the way we relate to things affect the way we respond to them, we react to them when something happens to all these things. And depending on how we relate to them, whether with more attachment, more desire or less, then we are affected more or less that's all the in a way in a nutshell if you look at all the buddha's teaching it it centers around this yeah to help us look at our existence and everything around us how are we relating to things and is it in line with reality um, and even more importantly that the way we relate to it does it lead to more agitation in our mind? Lead to us being unsettled? So, in a way, as I said, yes and no. Huh? We are not here to, to put a, a stamp and say, okay, this is a checklist. I mean, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. We can, we can just circle. And some of you come online hoping that Shifu, you know, this monk or that nun would just list down these are the bad things, these are the good things. Yeah. Um, we can do that. And I'm sure you know you can find uh, teachings that do that. 
but um, that itself uh, may not quite cut it actually because you need to be you need to see it yeah and and this is the purpose of this session um, not so much to just uh, list out a list of good and bad but to get you to think for yourself to examine for yourself and not um, examine in a sense not from a starting point of this is bad uh, because of this but to ask yourself your own experience when you have more attachment towards something what does that do to you what does that do for you because this is what dharma is your own observation and experience honest experience uh, and honest not 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 just kidding yourself not what you wish reality to be but what you really observe to be the case oh. so um, yes i agree with uh, what you all wrote that um, if you are not so attached to something like in this case bubble tea then you're okay uh, uh, but some of you raise interesting points about about things that is more essential yeah attachment to life for example yeah and living because if you if not then you'll die yeah so um so there are attachments which is to the non-essential yeah entertainment is like whole whole broad category yeah um, but how about attachment to life itself that should be essential yeah um, now if you look at the buddhist the buddha's teaching uh, attachment to life itself lead to suffering also yeah now uh, before we jump in and say that oh then in that case we shouldn't take care of our body and so on um, well in the buddhist practice uh, the relation to the body is very interesting that you see the vehicle as a as a support as a, a tool for you to to learn and practice for you to uh, use as a vehicle to help others yeah um, so in all the teachings you see that there is mention of uh, subsistence maintenance yeah so in and in particular it is for those who are doing cultivation okay yeah the buddha didn't expect this of lay people yeah, not, not that i look not that we look uh look down on lay people uh, but is that your goal is different yeah if your goal is enlightenment then uh you notice that the there's this term called the four basic requisites yeah that the buddha allowed this uh, in addition the buddha subsequently uh, allowed other items that is life sustaining that supports the practice yeah yeah so uh, is that a form of attachment uh, that's a question that's a question mark yeah uh, sustaining something using something does it mean we are attached to it i brought a, a prop today I've, i have two props here the first one is what we are familiar with a uh, handphone yeah uh, the second is also what we are familiar with a toothbrush mm. we both we use the toothbrush and our handphones uh, in our life uh, today i think most people use the handphone a lot more than a toothbrush uh, 
minimally I think everybody use it once a day some maybe twice or three times after every meal uh, the handphone we I think in modern times especially in uh, modern Singapore we, we we kind of cannot imagine living without it yeah uh, so is it an essential is this an essential is this an essential but what happened if you lose your lose your toothbrush yeah if you misplace your toothbrush some may say and argue that oh because all my data is in, inside but let's say now if your handphone everything is on the cloud yeah uh, then it's okay then you may say oh but this is cheap this is expensive so what if both can be replaced as easily hey, then we, then we are, by right we should be okay uh, uh, but ask yourself will you be okay and, it, and if we are not okay simply because of that then it means that it's not the handphone we are attached to it's the data we are attached to yeah. uh, but why do I bring out uh, a toothbrush because the more we look at the teachings uh, that the Buddha gave to the monastics the more it seems like um, the way the, the monastics and whoever wants to cultivate towards uh, enlightenment should relate to the body should be relating to it like a toothbrush where you maintain it yeah? after you use, you should clean it yeah? you keep it in a dry place let it dry so that it doesn't grow mold and so on yeah? have germs uh, but you use it to the to only to the extent of using it. Yeah. We don't we don't bring around our toothbrush and like hold it like our precious, isn't it? Yeah. We don't think much about it. Yeah, we just use it. Yeah. But do we relate to this body in this same way? Mm. Uh, so from there perhaps we can see the fine line between uh what is really essential versus attachment yeah and in if it's something is essential like breathing can we still say that it's an attachment yeah, because uh, in the text then ultimately there is this thing about attachment to life the, the, the grasping or oh, today I was looking at some text about Upadana uh, it's a very lengthy online discussion by various uh, individuals uh, various translators you know, talking about whether it should be this upadana, is it clinging or is it grasping or is it taking up or appropriation uh, in Chinese it's qi yeah. and has that connotation of zi zhuo zhi so in the uh, ultimate sense uh, if you are striving towards enlightenment then all forms of grasping, clinging, attachments uh, would be an impediment so if you want to attain enlightenment then all forms of attachment is ultimately bad yeah. now this is not, <laughs> not, a, not a popular thing to say uh, and some of us may not agree yeah. Uh, but before we jump in and say we don't agree we've got to ask ourselves 
what is our starting point <coughs> or what is our end goal rather yeah our starting point as in where are we headed yeah, if if our aim is to say yeah i like to learn buddhism but i'm not quite ready to attain enlightenment you know i always ask this this question half joking how many of you like would like to attain enlightenment by wednesday 3 35 pm <coughs> and just nice you know uh, wednesday would be the basic if yeah, how many of you are ready to attain enlightenment by basic if four days to go yeah Uh, the, the, the thing is, um, I think for most people, we, we may find Buddhism appealing and we, we, we find that the teachings help us to, to look at things differently and have a clearer picture, uh, but we may not be entirely ready or we may not entirely want enlightenment yet. And so that would shape the way we look at some of the teachings, like in this case, how we relate to attachments. And so we may say, okay, the, the, the grosser attachments yeah, that lead to very gross defilements, greed, hatred, de delusion, yeah, yes, all these are at attachments that are bad. Uh, but the subtler ones, no, it's okay. Yeah. But we have to recognize that uh, this disparity is due to the difference between our goal and the, and the uh, ultimate goal of enlightenment. Yeah. It is not so much that the uh, there that that there are certain things that oh, attachment will be okay, uh, but don't take my word for it. Go and examine. Okay. So let me just look through. Um, I'm uh, all the things that's listed besides bubble tea, like relationships, entertainment. All these are good topics. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, instead of going through each of them uh, individually, you can ask yourself uh, relationships for example uh, sometimes when we learn about non-attachment perhaps there's something else I want to highlight about non-attachment versus attachment which is that when it comes to relationships or for that matter what we talk about yeah, attachment to the body the trouble is, we have this very interesting um, uh, view on attachment versus care. Yeah. So, for most people, it seems like attachment and care, concern, come together. So, either, so we have um, attachment. We have care and concern. Yes, no, yes, no. And then if you were to just very simply oops draw a few lines here. Two more. 
So we have this tendency to to look at it and say, if you are attached to something, then we say, okay, uh, I care about it. If I'm not attached to it, then I don't care for it. Yeah, this is what how we usually look at things. Yeah, whether it's uh, and and this for the most part I think holds true for most people regardless of whether it's bubble tea, entertainment, relationships, things, body, sound, etc. Yeah, but um, is this the only way to look at things? Yeah, that we care only when we are attached to it and we don't care when we are not attached to it. Yeah. And this is the tricky part. Because of that, yeah, because we are used to caring only when we are attached to things, attached to people, attached to whatever. So when we learn about non-attachment, we may learn that oh attachment can bring suffering. In fact, we don't need to learn that. We should observe it ourselves. Yes, we, we, we need to learn that in, we, we learn that in Dharma class, but after learning, we need to go and check. Is it true? The trouble is halfway through checking, then we, we, we may end up, we may start to, to ponder and say, hey, but if I don't, if I drop my attachment, if I cultivate and remove my attachment, then I cannot care anymore. And this is the thing. And it will cause us to, it will color the way we look at non-attachment itself. And cause us not to be able to put aside our attachment. Because we, we have linked attachment with care. Now, this is a wrong, uh, what do you call that? Um, this, is a, this is a wrong linking. Yeah. Or rather it's a false false association that we we have gotten so used to it. Yeah. I'm not attached, then I don't care. Lah. If I'm attached I have to care. Or I care then I'm attached. Yeah. Um, in the Buddhist teaching we develop caring with no attachment. Yeah. Uh, this is the difficult part. How to care without attachment? Of course, if you have attachment but don't care, I don't know what that is. Uh. <laughs> attachment without caring. Yeah, I think that, that seems quite narcissistic. Uh. You're just attached but you don't care about it anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, This part here. This is not easy to do. To care without attachment. But this is important to 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 explore and to cultivate, to develop, because uh, this kind of caring, this kind of concern doesn't bring suffering. Yeah. Attachment brings suffering. And and this is important especially because when we care with attachment, it brings suffering. We wrongly associate the suffering with us caring. And we think that sometimes, you know, you hear of people 
um, blocking, creating this uh, emotional wall and not care. Why? Because they are afraid of being hurt. But it's not the caring that harms us. It's our attachment. And in turn, in turn, this attachment to self equals to our ego. It is this that brings suffering, not the caring. Caring doesn't have to bring suffering. If caring can bring suffering, then Buddha, the Bodhisattvas, the Arahants, who care so much, they, you know, they, they, they care even more than us, right? They care for all, all sentient beings, yeah, innumerable, immeasurable sentient beings. Then, by definition, shouldn't they suffer more? But well, we see that they are the sorrowless ones, yeah, free from suffering. Yeah, think about that. So, uh, is all are all forms of attachment bad? Um, short answer: Yes, but that doesn't cut. Yeah. Uh, so I rather invite you to to explore. To think, yeah. To go and examine. Whatever you are attached to, write down three things. If there's a takeaway for this class, this session, I want you all to to try. Okay, I want to invite you all to try. Write down three things you are attached to. And maybe in terms of severity, mildly attached to, moderately attached to, severely, heavily attached to, yeah. And you draw the chart yourself, yeah. And ask yourself, okay, does it lead to more suffering or less suffering? And then explore. Can I? Is it possible? Is it possible to 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 do this? Yeah. To care without attachment. Yeah. In the Buddhist teaching, it this is the direction. How to that we care without the attachment. And how to care without attachment? Really focus on the suffering of others. Really care, focus on the happiness of others. The trouble is, even though we say we are attached to something, our focus is on ourselves. Attachment is actually focused on ourselves. Yeah. When we are attached to something, and something happened to that thing, where are we suffering? It's because of the impact on us, isn't it? Whether it's bubble tea or relationships. Take relationships for example. Let's say um, your your boyfriend or girlfriend decided to end the relationship. Yeah, this is an example I've been going through. Or your husband or wife decided, you know, things are over. Uh, I'm not I'm not encouraging people to just end relationships or at, at the whims. Uh. Uh, but ask yourself, uh, when there's a breakup, why do we suffer? Are we suffering because something bad happened to the other person? In all likelihood, actually nothing bad happened to the other person. In fact, perhaps objectively, something good happened to the other person because the other person figured out a different way to be happy. The trouble is that way of being happy is not with us. So we suffer. That's why we are sad. I'm probably oversimplifying it. Yeah, relationships are not so so simple, but I hope I'm not trivializing it because I, I I'm not trying to trivialize it. Yeah. Uh, 
relationships are very a very important part of human uh, life and but if we were to honestly examine it our suffering indeed comes from our preoccupation quiet attachment quiet preoccupation our concern with how we feel yeah so if you truly learn how to care to focus on the other person and imagine if let's say your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife you know one day say hey let's have a talk and now circuit breaker let's have a talk on on whatsapp on uh, skype on tencent meeting you know have a talk yeah whenever your, your partner says let's have a talk it's never good huh? yeah and then your partner says um, I've thought through things this may not be the best time but you know I think it's time we we go our separate ways if we are really focused on their happiness what and look at it so your partner has decided that going separate way is the way to go for him or her to be happy if your focus is on their happiness oh good yeah but in a relationship we are focused not just on their happiness but on our ha happiness as well no crime and shame in that but it's important to recognize that yeah, and to realize that it is this part that causes suffering which is the attachment not just to that person but how that person makes us feel yeah, and in turn it's about us again yeah. so um, how to care without attachment yeah, focus really on what we care and while caring realize that no matter how we care the outcome don't just depend on us that we don't have absolute control over the outcome as well yeah, again the, the famous verse ying sang nu li guo sang So as far as the cause is concerned, so this is the cause and the fruit. So as far as the cause is concerned, we must put in effort, put in diligence, yeah, try our best. As far as the fruit is concerned, then we have to go with the conditions but we Chinese we like to be brief too long yeah too long take it out too long take it out so we end up with yuan. <laughs> yeah we just end up with yuan. but if you compare the two the meaning is very different isn't it yeah, nowadays we tend to just we learn Buddhism then just uh, 一切随缘随缘. but we forget the 因上努力 
So when we care, really put in effort, yeah, focusing on the welfare and well-being of the other person, if it's a relationship, uh, if it's a thing, focus on the welfare of the larger community and the thing itself, what is the best for this thing. If it's work, yeah, I, I think the previous lessons I mentioned about how if we were to focus on the on ourselves, then we end up fighting with each other. But if we focus on what is really good for the project, for the company, for the team, then we establish trust and teamwork. Uh, same thing. Uh, so you can still care, but without attachment. Uh, how to, not to have attachment? There's a whole set of teaching, you know, reflecting on no self. Uh, but very directly, try to put in effort to focus less on me, 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 me. Focus on others. Yeah. And this is a direct expression of compassion. Yeah. Focus on the happiness and suffering of others. Mm. Oh. So, uh, I think we, that's all I have to share for today. Yeah. Uh, as I said, all these topics are in and by themselves worth spending time on uh, to explore. Uh, we can definitely look into them specifically, but I hope the sharing on bubble tea as a general example and the example on relationships has been helpful. Uh, the, uh, let me just run through the comments and see if I miss out anything. Yeah. Attachment to precision, taming of the mind. Yeah. We can say that whenever we, are, we have attachment, uh, whatever we are attached to is always linked back to us, we, mind. Yeah. When we say perfection, um, whose definition of perfection? It's because we identify with that definition as what is good. Yeah. When we say perfection, we definitely think that that standard of perfection is good. Yeah. And it's because we identify with it, we agree with it. Uh, and we uh, embrace it as me, as mine. Yeah. So attachment is always inevitably linked back to the ego, the me, the mind. We have recognized what state in. Could bubble tea be more of an addiction as opposed to being an attachment? <laughs> well, we can say that, that, well, these are again choice of words. Huh? Uh, you can say that addiction is an extreme form of attachment. Yeah. So Louis says that experience examine equals to experience it yourself. Without experience, it's not easy to relate. So this suffering is inevitable. Well, it is not that it's inevitable, uh, and I think I you may not mean that it's inevitable but that at some point you may have to experience it yeah. but suffering is not inevitable because if it's inevitable then why are we cultivating because it's inevitable yeah, it's not inevitable it is conditional only when there are conditions then there's suffering yeah. from the context of feeling the feeling of good and bad will trigger the attachment to us towards the worldly phenomenon 
Bhagwan says that uh, this feeling, uh, sensation, uh, yes and no. Uh, it can be a condition, but only because we relate to it wrongly. Yeah. If we if we see it truly that this is uh, this is not uh, something tangible. This is something that is ephemeral, uh, and not just thinking about it being ephemeral or insubstantial, but to truly see that it's insubstantial, that it comes, it goes, it depends on conditions, it doesn't have any essence by itself, uh, then it will not uh, trigger attachment. Yeah, but you are right that for most people, as long as you experience something, it can lead to attachment. Hello Rod, uh, Rod Bunka from Thailand, good to see you online. Uh, Gek Singh says me, yes, very good. We are all attached to the me. Uh, how we know if we can attain by Vesak if? How we know? Uh, the three things that I mentioned to write down uh, attachment, I'll try to go and learn more about it first. Yeah. Uh, Li Hua, Li Hua, Li Hua, you're welcome. A job that you hate, mm. yeah, strangely enough, even things that we hate, we are attached to it. Yeah, if you're not attached to it, you wouldn't think about it. Huh? Yeah. So Chloe mentioned we care for our elderly parents and give recommendations. We need to practice caring without attachment. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? When we give advice and people don't take it, then we suffer. Yeah. Uh, because we want to be in control of the outcome also, which is what we think is good. And perhaps what we think is good is really good. Yeah. Uh, but very importantly, it is that uh, when we want to be in control and we hit reality, which is we are not in control, then we suffer. Yeah. Uh, Kokwa says, uh, is this an example of Li Chen Yu Ti? Um, Carrying without attachment, Li Chen Yu Ti. Because you write in Han Ping, it can be a lot of different words. So if you can write in Chinese, I could perhaps uh, uh, answer. I'm not so sure what the Li Chen Yu Ti is because Chinese are a lot of different tones. It can be many other things. Alika asks, Can I ask if we care being attached, then we wouldn't care being attached? We wouldn't need to be in a relationship, right? Because we can independently be happy. We don't need a relationship to make us happy, hence less suffering. Thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, indeed. Indeed. We... It's true, but it's not... It's not a familiar concept for most people, yeah. Because we we grew up thinking of relationships as a source of happiness. Uh, it doesn't have to be a source of suffering, but the trouble is, our 
for the most part, our relationships tend to be with attachment. So if we if we can be in a relationship where we nurture the growth and support each other to do wholesome things, yeah, to be of service to others, to be of benefit to others, then such a relationship may not be bad. Yeah. The question is why do we want to have that relationship? Yeah. The starting point is important. If it's a want that is due to attachment, then it's definitely going to be filled with attachment. Yeah. But uh, conversely, uh, we don't need to have relationships to be happy. Yes. Yeah. Care without being attached. Yes. Exactly. Can we have a substitute for something we strongly attach? If we cannot let let it go, will it work? Uh, in a way, yes. Yeah. The Buddha very skillfully offer people uh, substitutes. Yeah. And gradually substituting all the way until the final substitute is enlightenment. Then that is without substitute. Mm. How could we tell we are caring without attachment? Because we would still be attached, affected by the response of the person we care. We are human. Well, uh, simple answer. If you are still affected, then yes, you are probably still attached. Uh, but when we say work towards it, you know, there's a progression. Don't don't set yourself up for failure uh, with the kind of like, okay, I'm going to try to do this. Wow, this is a talk that mm, makes sense. Tomorrow, or in fact, starting at 4 o'clock, I'm going to care without attachment. And then at 5 o'clock, you find that you're affected by what people say. And then you just say, oh, in that case, I can't do it. Forget about it. You don't have to be so dichotomous, uh, either this or that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the kind of yeah polar opposites. Yeah, just try first lah. No? and when you suffer enough, then you will stop being attached. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Seven Ping I am not sure whether I can agree with the Tian Ming, but but by Tian Ming, if you mean uh, a, a general term to refer to the the flow of causality that has been planted through aeons of conditioning, then yeah. Uh, but again, th these statements that is some more often than not uh, figurative, you know, it's like the 80 20 rule, uh, not, not meant to be taken literally and go and calculate, oh, if it's 81.5, then it's wrong. Uh, not so much. Huh? Thank you, Sufu. Okay, I always felt just Sui Yuan is missing, missing something. Yes, it is missing something. <laughs> uh, okay, so I think the rest are all the Sadhu Sadhu. Thank you, thank you. You ai gu sen yu, you ai gu sen bu. Ruo li yu ai zhao, ai zhe, or yu ai zhe. Wu yu yi wu bu. Yes, very good. Indeed. Li chen you ti. Li Chen Yu Ti. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess so. I paraphrase this way, Shufu. Uh, which way again? Uh, Tenzin. Not too sure which way you're going to paraphrase. All right. So. Uh, to wrap up. 
uh, are all attachments bad? Uh, it depends. Yeah, if you are trying to strive towards enlightenment and that is the goal, yeah, then yes, all forms of attachment uh, binds us, fetters us, yeah, and it it is what prevents the awakening, yeah, or or liberation. Uh, but the 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 link between attachment and caring and concern is perhaps a very crucial part of our understanding and growth that uh, if we don't see this link then we end up feeling caught up feeling lost because it seems uh, it seems like the teaching is asking us to give up on caring <clears throat> it's not yeah it's asking us to to relook at the way we relate to things to people to events that happen in our life and ask ourselves is the way we relating to it that we relate to it is it in line with reality is it beneficial is it wholesome is it fruitful uh, the attachment does it bring more suffering or less and is the attachment really about that entity or is it more about us and if it's about us then perhaps we can revisit and if we were to try, test drive, and say less attachment, yeah, and to begin with, go and examine our attachment, and we may find that yeah, our attachment has that component that is about the ego, the self, the I, about control from our 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 end. That's also the attachment to that person, but oftentimes it's linked back to us. To realize that we can care without the attachment part and if we can care without attachment part then it doesn't bring suffering yeah and it, even then uh, the ying sang li ho sang su yuan to keep that in mind all right uh, so uh, again happy vesak in advance if you have any uh, thoughts or suggestions or wish for a special session on vesak day or if itself, uh, drop me a message. If there's a need, then we have. Otherwise, there's a lot of programs already. Yeah. So go and participate in all the programs that's out there. Uh, support um, all the efforts that people have put in to celebrate Vesak. And most importantly, don't just celebrate the awakening of the Buddha on Vesak, but on a daily basis to recognize that that option is available to us and all as well. Amitafu.